BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. Whew. I wasn't nervous to record this episode until I started recording, and now I'm a little bit nervous. So this week is a secret confession episode, and I thought that I should start off the episode by talking to you guys about something that I haven't shared about, and I guess it's kind of my own little secret confession, and that is that Matt and I are no longer together. And I've gone so back and forth about how and when to share this, if Matt should be here on the episode to tell you guys, if I should just never tell you guys, if I should have someone else tell you guys, if I should say it on somebody else's podcast. Like I've I've gone very back and forth on how to do this because this is, this is, you know, it's not recent. It's been a few months, but Matt and I talked a lot about it and we feel like this is, this is how we should do it. This, you know, mom's going to sit down with the kids, let them know. And then Matt will definitely be on the podcast in the future uh, for fun, first of all. And second of all, we'll probably talk about our our relationship, our romantic relationship, I should say, coming to an end. But I know that there's a lot of questions and I'm going to try and answer the most I can while keeping, you know, not oversharing, keeping keeping the boundaries that I've set. And I'm sure the questions that most of you will probably be asking are why, how, when, what about the cats? What about all your episodes where you talk about how great your marriage is? And that's the first one that I want to talk about when, you know, Matt and I have done a handful of episodes about our marriage and about our relationship. And I stand by absolutely everything that was said in all of those episodes. Our marriage was so unbelievably fun. And I've always known this about Matt and I, that we, we are like very best friends. We've been, we were best friends before we got married through our whole marriage. And even now, like we're we're best friends and I don't say that lightly. We still talk every single day through this process. We've, you know, cried a lot together. We've taken care of each other in really tender times and our marriage was no different. So, if you took our marriage advice, bad news. You're going to get divorced. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but obviously we didn't expect. Sorry, I shouldn't. I mean, I've been processing this for a while, so I feel fine to make jokes about it, but obviously we didn't expect things to take this turn this year. Nobody gets married and is like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if at five years we just decided to get divorced. Uh, Even us. We didn't do that. And so even though things have changed romantically, I, I still very much stand by everything that we said in our marriage. That was all true. We didn't like lie about anything. I also didn't lie like any of these past months. Like we haven't been romantically together, but we were living together for a little bit. And like he did buy me cats. Like we we have taken really, really good care of each other through this whole process. And I, yeah, I stand by everything I ever said or felt about him and our marriage. And I don't regret a single thing, even our tattoos. I love our tattoos. I'm going to keep our tattoo forever. Um, now for the answer of answer to the question, why? And the majority of that answer is obviously intimate and between Matt and I. Uh, but the answer I can give you guys is that Matt and I have always been really good communicators, not to toot our own horns, but we've always been really open, really receptive, and really good at talking things out. And in that super honest communication, we were talking about things like our expectations, our trajectory, how we were feeling currently. 
And we opened the floor to literally everything. And because we had talked so in depth, we realized that our romantic relationship wasn't the type of relationship that we wanted to continue. And like the way I'm talking about this, I know people are going to hear it and be like, whatever, something dramatic happened and this happened and this happened. But it's just like not true. Like there's no, there, you know, there was no cheating. There was no abuse. There was no secret. There was no anything like that. We just, we opened up our honest, honesty levels about what we were, what we were wanting. And because that relationship wasn't looking how we wanted it to, we wanted to restructure what our relationship looked like. And we decided that part of that was to end the romantic part. And it felt really, well, I shouldn't say that right away. It felt really good. But, you know, at first it was, it's obviously exceptionally difficult to end a relationship. But both of us, I don't know how else to describe it, except we had like some really kind of strangely spiritual conversations and feelings about our life and about where it was headed. And we both feel really good and really happy. And I think that's what most people will be worried about, you know, is our, is, is one person happy? Is one person sad? Did somebody break up with the other person? Um, but no, Matt and I, I mean, we talk seriously every single day. We talk about this. We talk about how there were absolutely no accidents in any of this. We don't regret dating, getting married, splitting up. We're not like there's, because I, I sit and I think about, well, what if I said this? What if I did this differently? What if this happened differently? What if we lived here? Or I did this. And uh, that gets us nowhere, gets us absolutely nowhere. So we've both worked really hard to get to a place of like total acceptance with where we are. And like, I, I hate to, <laughs> I hate to use the term consciously uncouple. That's like a Gwyneth Paltrow goop line, but that is how we feel. That is, that is what happened. And I just, I really can't overstate how much love is, is between us and was between us when we made this decision. And uh, yeah, this actually happened in July. So when I took those two weeks off in July, that was when all of this was going on. We separated, we moved back in together. We love living together. We, like we, we get along really, really well, but now we are officially moved apart. And I felt like it was time to tell people and talk about it on the podcast because I don't want to I don't want to hide parts of my life. I don't want to feel like I'm dodging things. And some people have known, like, I, I don't know, I guess some, some people know I've, I've gotten a few DMS about it. I'm sure there's people listening to this who are like, how did I not know? Like if you know us in real life or something, it's because we kind of haven't really known how to talk about it. So it's like, sometimes people ask me like, Oh, how are things? And I'm like, good because they are good. People are like, are you together? And I'm like, yeah, but we're not, but we are, it's just been a lot of months of kind of piecing together what our new type of relationship would look like. And anyway, so he did buy those cats for me. I didn't lie about anything. I didn't, I didn't say like, oh yeah, Matt and I did this. And then we didn't actually do that. It's because we've been spending a lot of time together and it's been, been really amazing. But yeah, it's, it's interesting to hear. I mean, I, I know that people have known and I've even told some people in person and it's like changed forever the way I think about divorce and the way I talk about other people's divorce because there will be a lot of people and I've had this in my own life who like treat it like it's gossip or tea or like you know something just to share or snip about or say something rude about and like I am sure that I did that about other people's divorces and now that I've gone through this I'm like oh my gosh I will I will literally never judge another relationship of any kind I don't care what you do, what you're into, if you're together, divorced, divorced, but kind of together, however you do it, I will literally never judge another person because my life has taken turns that I didn't see coming. And the last thing I want is to feel judged by people around me. And I refuse to contribute to that to, to other people. Anyway, I digress, but I do feel like telling this on the podcast and finally talking about it publicly will you know, people will judge us or not believe us. There's a lot of shame that comes with divorce. Like there's a lot of like for me, like I felt a lot of shame. Like I failed. I failed at this, but I don't feel that way anymore. I definitely don't feel like I failed. I don't I feel like everything was a wild success. But yeah, judge us and say whatever you want to your private group messages. I, I have to set a pretty firm boundary here that if you're having big feelings about this or questions or you think there's more to talk about. I can't be the one to to process that with you. I know a lot of people hearing this will be like, well, obviously I wouldn't come to you if I was sad about your breakup. Uh, but you'd be surprised at how many people think, oh my gosh, I'm sad about Matt and Maddie breaking up. 
I need to go talk to Maddie. I need to DM her. And that goes for like friends and family as well. Like it's weird. It's weird to like ask those questions and kind of push those boundaries. And also while everything is okay now and we feel very peaceful about the decision, it obviously came with a lot of sadness and a lot of pain. So like, please don't DM me like you're asking for a link to face wash to just casually ask about (laughs) about the breakup. But yeah, I am sure like Matt, Matt will be on the podcast again. Matt will be around like we will always be in each other's lives. I know that's probably weird. That's probably not how a lot of people do divorce, but you know, it's how we felt like doing ours. So yeah, if you're, if you're worried, if we're happy or if we're okay, we, we are okay. This is like we, when we talk, we, we laugh, we kind of laugh about it now. Cause yeah, this has been going on for a while and now we just like hype each other up about how good we are at being divorced. And that's how I feel. I feel like we're like really good at it. Felt like we were really good at being married too. But yeah, I, I know that this is exactly the way that life should go for both me and for Matt. And that was a really hard concept for me up until recently, because I would think so often, you know, how, how could things be different? How could I change things? But yeah, there was, there was not a, there was not a single mistake along the way. And I just feel really, really lucky now. I feel really lucky to have spent my 20s with Matt. I'm really excited for our 30s. He's not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And yeah, I know that that's a big, a big piece of life info. And I know that that probably feels like I'm just dropping it on you. But like I said, I've been processing this for a while. And I just I wanted to share the reality of where I am now. Uh, I, I thought about sharing it right away when I was super raw and super sad. And, you know, Matt and I were were just we weren't in the place we are now and so now that I'm here I'm like I could talk about this for sure I could talk about it really really like almost clinically you know like just kind of un- I don't even want to say unemotionally I can just look at things a lot clearer now now that I've had time to process and Matt and I've processed and we you know did all the things we did all the all the therapy we read all the books together we broke up in what felt like the healthiest way possible. And I'm really, really, really proud of myself. I'm proud of Matt and I'm proud of us. Uh, Oh, wow. This is crazy that this is going out on the podcast, dude. Like this is, this is something that I was like, could I get away with literally never talking about it? No, I couldn't. I couldn't because I'm, I got to live my life. You know, I, I got an apartment. Matt has an apartment. I gotta, I gotta be able to share my life with you guys. And I don't want to, I don't want to just tiptoe around my life. So Thanks for hearing that. I'm I'm I feel like I I kind of owe you guys an apology. I know that people like really love us and love us together, but I also am not going to apologize because this isn't the end of anything. It's just it's a new it's a new beginning. So there's the big secret. 6 months in the making. Wow. Wow. That feels really really good to tell you guys. And I feel I feel like you guys will be receptive and I know I know that deep down the only thing you guys want is for us to be happy. And so check that off your list because we are happy and we are okay. And romantic partners or not, Matt is always going to be around. He run- I mean, I can't, I don't even know how to open my recording session without Matt. So yeah, he's not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> but uh, that's my secret confession. That's my big, my big one. I actually chose this topic and I didn't plan on telling you guys. I was like, oh, I'll do it like my first episode of the new year. Like I'll let everybody know that like things have changed. But then when I was recording the secret confessions, I was like, I have a big secret confession that I do need to share in order to, you know, move on with my life and start talking to you guys about things. So yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for letting me air that out. Thanks for being the best, the best people. I, you guys are, I mean, if I don't cry talking about my divorce, I will definitely cry talking about you guys and how supportive you are. And I really believe that there's like so much goodness ahead. Matt and I keep saying that, like even through, even through the really hard times when we're both really sad or, you know, moving apart was sad. And just, we kept looking at each other and being like, but there's something good ahead. We both know it. We both feel it. And I don't think that either of us would feel that way unless it were true. So I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap up my intro. I know you guys hate long intros. I'm just kidding. I'm sure that's a different story when I'm telling you guys something like this. But there's the there's the secret confession to end all secret confessions. So let's get into your secret confessions. <laughs> let's take a sharp left turn uh, into your secret confessions. I don't mean to. I also don't mean to make light of anything. Like this is. I mean, I just recorded ten minutes of something that took six months for me to process and get through and 
both Matt and I. So I, I don't mean to make light of it. I just am at a point now where I can talk about it and I feel I feel good. So anyway, I'm getting repetitive and I'm going to take a drink of water and get into your secret confessions. And they are both juicy and disgusting. Also, not to brag, but I do think that I had the best secret confession this week. I don't know if I've ever won any of these or if that's possible, but I think that I win this one, not to toot my own horn. So let's see who gets second place, shall we? (laughs) Oh man, I'm in a weird mood. In a weird mood. I've thought about this episode for so long. When is it going to be out in public? When am I going to tell people? What's that going to look like? And uh, now it's here. So it's just a weird, it's a weird moment, but I'll just, I'll dissociate. It'll be fine. Okay. First secret confession. My ex blocked me on Instagram. So I made a fake account so I can still see all his posts and stories. I now use this account to stalk anyone and everyone. Girl, join the club. I don't know anybody who doesn't do this. I'm not going to lie. I I don't. And I've already told you guys my, I don't know why I said already like that. I've noticed that with some accents, they make already like the word already. And it's disgusting to me. I'm sure I do it all the time. But I've already told you guys my nightmare situation with my Finsta, that my ex-boyfriend blocked my Finsta and no other account. It's, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get into it. Uh, but yeah, mild secret confession. I think that everybody does this and very few people would openly talk about why they got it. There's that shame, you know, for looking at your ex when you're in a relationship. I'm on team no shame about literally anything anymore. I refuse to feel shame. I will not allow my body to do it anymore. I am so sick of feeling shame about stupid things. So that's kind of my 2023 brand. Okay, I'm going to alleviate all of the shame from all of our lives. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is weird, man. Life is weird and hard and has a lot of ups and downs and twists and turns. And it's really difficult that life does not come with a user manual. However, we have something almost as good, which is therapy. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. It doesn't fix all your problems, but it can help you navigate the emotions that come from life's problems. That makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. I would not be who I am today without therapy. Love my therapist, Kathy. We talk every single week and she has helped me identify and cope with a lot of tough things in life. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it is affordable. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It really could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com bad. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash bad for 10% off of your first month. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Chime. What is the very first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning? Do you stretch? Do you check your social media? Maybe brush your teeth? Maybe have a glass of water? I can tell you something that you definitely don't do when you wake up in the morning, and that is check your credit score because who wants to ruin a lovely morning by feeling like you have to check your credit score. That's why Chime does exactly that for you. With their secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average, all of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So start your credit journey today with Chime. Sign up takes literally two minutes and it does not affect your credit score at all. So get started today at chime.com slash bad. Once again, that is chime.com slash bad. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve. 
Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, next one. My brother and his wife are swingers. I want to tell my other siblings so bad, but I'm trying to be cool about it. I found out because my friend ran into them holding hands with different people. Get this. And then it was later confirmed by their security guards. Who the hell are your brother and sister-in-law? Who, who are they? Why do they have security guards? What would be the purpose of having security guards? Is it a house? It could be a housewife. It could be a housewife. They may be swingers. I don't know. Again, I feel pretty bugged that I don't know any swingers, but I'm actually more mad that none of my friends have security guards. I wonder how famous you have to be to have a security guard. Speaking of security guards, uh, this just reminded me because of Harry and Harry, the, the prince. <laughs> what do we call him? Prince Harry? <laughs> prince Harry and Meghan Markle. How is everybody feeling about them? The reason this this got this came to mind is because they're they kind of play this game that they're like really covert and really private, but then they do like a ton of really public things. Like they start a podcast network. They have the Oprah interview. They do documentaries about themselves. Harry writes a book, all these things. But then they brought up a good point. I think Prince Harry said it in his Oprah interview that he's like, we have to afford security for our family. Like that's not a cheap expense. And I think about that all the time. How much does it cost to rent security guards? Are they on salary? Do they work for them? Do you like have a schedule? Are you technically their boss? Do they have another boss? I have so many questions about people with security guards. So if you have any information or you have a security guard, please let me know. I don't know what where my brain is going to take me this episode, guys. I've I've been so fried for the last six months. I think all of you guys have noticed that I've taken a ton of time off of Instagram. I've just really stepped back from that because I had to be very honest with myself about what I could handle. And now that uh, the frying is is healing and my brain is up and running again, I don't know where this could go. I don't know where this whole podcast could go. I don't know what's going to happen on Instagram. Things get weird. Next confession. I think I am really hot. I feel very cocky saying it, but I know I have lots of boys after me. I always pretend I don't notice or care, but I actually love the attention. That's totally fine. This was this is kind of the part where I got a little a little whoop, a little whoops. Maybe don't love that. Um, I'm mostly friends with girls who are not as pretty as me, so I can always be the hot one. I'm worried that my friends are doing this to me, that they are hot and they're hanging out with me. They're less hot friend. Just kidding. I know that none of my friends are doing that, but it's not super great. I, but I do, I do love everything at the beginning, thinking that you're hot, knowing that you're hot, playing it cool, but like deep down knowing. I don't love the picking friends based on their hotness relative to yours. My advice would be to dig into that. Dig into that. Maybe take a really close look at why you're doing that. I don't want to judge because these are secret confessions and you guys are coming to me. Uh, but I'm going to offer my unsolicited advice that maybe you should, maybe you should dig around, you know, just, just kind of explore why, why you're doing that. But keep thinking that you're hot. I think that that part should absolutely stay. Please don't change that. Okay, next one. Sometimes I hate being married and I feel like my life would be a hundred times easier if I was single. I feel like I have to do everything for my husband. And despite 50 conversations we've had about it, little has changed. I love him with everything I have, but I'm so tired of mess of his messy habits. And I feel like I do 100% of the things that keep our lives running. This is not, I know I just told you guys about my divorce. This is not my situation, nor did I submit this to my own podcast, but I do have a little bit of advice based on what I just went through. And that is, there's no rules. There's no rules to how your life should look. I think that a lot of us, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I think that we all tell ourselves, I actually talked to my, my therapist about this, that I, I have always viewed marriage as like the, the only success in life that matters. 
And we tell ourselves that we have to stay in things even when they don't feel right anymore. That that I can relate to. Feeling like, what if we get divorced? What people this and that? What are people going to say? But then when Matt and I had the conversation of like, but we don't have to follow any of these rules. We don't have to do anything the way that anybody else tells us to do. Matt and I are going on a trip in January. And guess what? 100% of people that we've told that think it's weird. And then I realize it doesn't matter because nobody's rules matter and they're all made up anyway. So if you are in a marriage, that's something that I, I hope to tell people is that if you're in a situation that feels unhappy, I'm not saying get divorced. I'm not saying that's the, that's the solution. I'm saying restructuring and finding out something that makes you happy and having honest conversations about it are usually the key to something better. So I don't know. I don't know if that's talking to your husband. Also, I don't even know if you guys are asking for advice when you told me these secret confessions, but you know what? I've got a microphone in my hand, so I'm just going to tell you my thoughts. You can, you can figure out a new way to do it. And even if it doesn't look like anything else, anybody else's life, even if it doesn't look like anybody else's dynamic, who cares? Who cares? We're taking the shame out of everything. So I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. And I hope you, I hope you feel like you can do anything that you want. You can restructure. You can talk to him about it. You can do, you can do anything. You can do anything. Okay. Next one. I literally haven't told anyone this, no friends or anyone in my family, but I got married the end of July and my husband and I still have not had sex. My vaginal opening is too small. Literally a pinky hurts. I feel so much shame. Not going to lie. Okay. You need to go to the doctor. That's my, that's, I wanted to put this in the podcast because if any of you are dealing with this, if it is that painful, you, you do need to, you do need to go to the doctor. That is not, that's not a happy life for you, for, for your well being. You just, you got to go see somebody because it shouldn't hurt that bad. I, I, I don't want to do a diagnosis or like say I know literally anything about anything medical, but that is, that is tight. That's a, that's a tight opening. And they have, they have, uh, things for that. They've got cures for that. They've got solutions for you because you deserve to enjoy your sex life. So if any of you are dealing with that amount of pain, you gotta, you gotta see the doctor. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta talk to somebody about that. Okay. Next one. I pick my nose and I eat it regularly. I'm not proud of it, but I just don't care to stop. No, no, I reject this wholeheartedly. I do not, you guys, I, I have to be honest too. I got probably 15 submissions of you guys eating your boogers. And one of them said, I feed my boogers to the dog because I'm too lazy to stand up. What is wrong with you guys? Wipe them on the couch. Wipe them under your car seat. Put them in your pocket. Why? Like anywhere else, anywhere else but eating them. I remember the last time I ate a booger, I was five years old. And I told myself, I think this is disgusting. And I think I should no longer eat my boogers. And then guess what? I stopped. I'm not against picking your nose. Everybody picks their nose. It's fine. But just put it somewhere else. Like my standards are so low. I'm not even saying go put it in the trash or wipe it. I'm saying or wipe it in a tissue. I'm saying you can literally put it under your couch. But if you guys ever, I know I said that I was going to alleviate shame. I will not be alleviating shame for those of you who pick your nose. Okay. You should feel very ashamed of it. (laughs) And you need you need to stop. Okay, this one I love and I think I might adopt. I am constantly looking for any opportunity to get free stuff by flashing my boobs. No one understands this desire I have. I just don't feel like I'm taking full advantage of my assets. Honestly, you're probably not. And if you're comfortable with that, like some people like, you know, have like the nipple shame. You know, we talked about this before, like where you feel something on your nipple and it causes you shame. I have that disorder. (laughs) So I feel like if you're comfortable with this, you should take advantage of it. I have absolutely no hesitation with women owning their titties and getting free stuff. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is sponsored by Measury. With the holidays approaching, you're probably building your gifting list. You're probably trying to figure out how to get that special someone maybe your best friend, maybe your mom, maybe a partner, something that they will love and use all the time. That's always my problem. I always want to give people a gift that they use a lot. I don't want to give them something that they can just use one time. 
Something from Measury is the perfect solution. It's high quality jewelry, but at an affordable price point because Measury believes that you don't have to overspend to treat those you love most. They design high quality fine jewelry that you can live in and style your way. This year, Measury has curated gift guides with something for every budget and recipient. From responsibly sourced diamond hoops to recycled 14 karat solid gold rings, they offer in-store and virtual styling sessions for expert gifting and stacking advice. And also during the holidays, they offer 60-day returns. Those 14 karat solid gold hoops that they have are my favorite earrings. They're the only ones that don't irritate my ears. Plus, Measury drops new styles every Monday, so you're guaranteed to find something unique for everyone on your list or treat yourself. Or maybe that special somebody wants to pick out their own jewelry and you can direct them to Measury and then pay for it. That's always the gift that I want. I just want to pick it, but not pay for it. You know what I mean? So with shiny gifts for everyone, Measury is where wish lists come true. Simplify your holiday shopping and go to Measury.com. That's M-E-J-U-R-I.com. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Next Evo Naturals. The holidays bring so much joy, but they also bring a lot of stress. There's a lot of things that can be stressful during the holidays. Maybe it's last minute shopping, a delayed flight, tense family dinners. Sometimes the sleigh bells are not slaying. So this year, give yourself the ultimate gift of a stress-free holiday with Next Evo Naturals Fast Absorbing CBD Products. Next Evo's Stress CBD Complex Gummies are clinically proven to have four times better absorption than standard CBD. No other CBD brand can promise that. I take their gummies in the morning and at night, and I am noticeably less tense. Regular CBD only has a 2 to 10% absorption rate, so over 90% of what you think you're getting goes to waste. But Next Evo's SmartZorb technology delivers more CBD to your system in as little as 10 minutes, and it's clinically proven to deliver 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. So help fight holiday stress with Next Evo Naturals Stress CBD Complex Gummies featuring ashwagandha, clinically proven to reduce stress by 70%. Get smarter CBD from Next Evo Naturals and get up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast and use the promo code bad. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash podcast promo code bad. Okay, next one. Um, I love this one. Maddie, this is so nasty and I don't know why my body reacts this way. I've never told anyone this, but when I clean out my ears, the sensation turns me on. I've never tried it in bed, never will, but this is part of me now and my husband can never know. She's getting horny when she cleans her ears out, which honestly, I don't think is that far, you know, I don't think it's that far reaching because what feels better than cleaning out your ear? I know we're not supposed to put Q-tips in our ear. Will I ever stop? No. Does it make me horny? Absolutely not. But do I find a deep satisfaction in regards to it? Yeah. And I mean, I know it could be an awkward conversation to be like, hey, you know, I just want to try something new. Could you Q-tip my ear while we're in bed? (laughs) But you could be missing out on the greatest orgasm of your life if you don't express this. It's not that. Trust me, there's much weirder things that you could be into. Like, this is like low-tier weirdness, okay? Maybe not low tier, maybe medium tier, but it's definitely not high tier weirdness. So please don't feel any shame. And I'm going to encourage you to try it out. I'm going to encourage you to do that. Okay, next one. One time as a child, I was playing hide and seek at a friend's house. I hid in the pantry and I really had to pee, but I did not want to lose the game. So I peed in a bag of beef jerky that I found. I sealed the bag and never said anything. I still wonder what they thought when they found it and who ended up getting blamed for peeing in their snacks. What is wrong with you guys? But I do feel like we usually get a write-off for things that we did as kids. Something, a secret that I haven't, well, yeah, I don't think I've told this. I'm pretty sure I told Matt for the first time, like a couple weeks ago. So when I was in ninth grade, I was switching high schools and I wanted to be a cheerleader. I had been a cheerleader in like sixth and seventh grade. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a cheerleader in like going into my sophomore year. So I went to cheer tryouts. And they told me I had to learn how to do a front handspring or a back handspring. So I tried to do a front handspring and I 
I like hyperextended my elbow and I had to go to the emergency room. And then they told me they were like, do not put your arm in a sling because if your elbow is hyperextended and then you put it in a sling, it's going to heal and it's going to heal like bent and it's going to mess up your elbow forever. But I was not about to let myself not get the attention of an injury. So I literally went to Walmart. I got a sling. My mom was at the hospital with me. Like she knew I wasn't supposed to wear it. And I was like, no, mom, you missed the part where they told me I can wear it if I want to. And she was like, "Okay, whatever. So I would take the sling to school and put it on and convince everybody that I I like broke my elbow at cheer. Why were we all so obsessed with injuries? I don't know. But I kept that in there. And guess what? My elbow messed up forever. Completely. I can't even straighten it all the way. I don't like when I run like I ever run. But when I run and my arms are like going back and forth, my elbow doesn't like straighten. Like it goes in a, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Basically my elbow is completely messed up. And, uh, I would never tell anybody like the, like for the, for years and years and years after that, I was like, no, I, I broke my elbow. (laughs) I quote that line all the time. Um, I broke my elbow and people would be like, that's so cool. I'm actually sure that none of them thought it was cool, but I told myself that everyone thought that I was cool and now I have a messed up elbow for it. Kids are stupid. I was 15. Still a kid. Still stupid. Okay, next one. One time I dunked my ex's toothbrush in my poop water. Do you guys want people to die? That feels like he can get definitely, definitely a disease. Maybe staph infection, gonorrhea. I don't know what you get from from ingesting poop water. I had a I knew a kid who when he was in high school, he and his friends all peed in a Mountain Dew bottle and then they poured it on a girl and she got staph infection. Why are kids the absolute worst? Someone explain it to me, please. Also, a lot of you guys fart on your kids a lot and would never admit that to anybody. But a lot of you guys crop dust your kids like all the time or you fart and you blame it on them. So in case you thought you were alone in doing that, a lot of you guys do that. Okay. Uh, next one. My husband and I met on a dating app and I meant to swipe down or left or whatever it is to reject him, but I accidentally matched with him. Oops. Super glad I did it now, but I'll never tell him. <laughs> it's a rough secret. Oh, fate, fate works in mysterious ways. Is that the saying? Oh no, it's God. <laughs> God works in mysterious ways. I think. Uh, okay. Next one. I tell everybody's secrets almost immediately. I used to be super good at keeping secrets, but I just don't bother anymore. If you tell me I'm telling my family that same day, my brain is broken and I can't keep anything inside anymore. This is not a great quality. I'm so sorry. I think I said it a couple of weeks ago that this is like my, my number one thing I look for in people and like that I try to do myself is like be an absolute vault and not share anything. So I don't know how I feel about this secret confession. Some of these, I just got to say, I'm grateful that these are all anonymous. Also, a lot of you, I shouldn't say a lot of you, three of you took this as an opportunity to tell me something mean that you think about me and that I also think are bad opinions. (laughs) Uh, But this one, yeah, not great. I would, I would, I would work on that if I were you. As I'm doing an episode, telling people secrets, but you guys volunteered for this. It wasn't me. Okay. Uh, next one. When I was in high school, I had a huge crush on this guy that was in a few of my classes. We had to do a chemistry project together once. And for the project, we were making a presentation on Google slides. We started making the presentation on his Google account. And when he logged in, I watched him type his password and memorized it. When I got home that day, I thought, I wonder if he uses the same password for everything. I tried using his Google password to log into his Instagram account and it worked. I stayed logged into his account so I could keep tabs on him. And for the next two years, I would periodically read his DMs, see what posts he liked, et cetera. I know, so creepy, but I was 15 and I thought I was in love with him and I couldn't help myself. I never saw anything particularly juicy on his account. It was more, it was more of a way for me to see if he was currently messaging any other girls. Towards the end of high school, we actually ended up briefly dating and I never told him. After we broke up, I finally logged out of his account. It wasn't until after high school that I fully realized what a huge violation of privacy that was. I never told anyone. So here I am getting it off my chest. Imagine you start dating and he's like, Hey, can I check your Instagram? And you go to, and he goes to your Instagram and he like looks at your other accounts and you're literally logged in on his account. I would 
call the police immediately. I can't even imagine how fast I would get a restraining order if somebody, if I knew that somebody had access to all of my accounts. Is it kind of his fault for having the same password? Yeah. Is it not really because you watched his fingers and then you memorized his password? Yeah. Uh, but there are crazier things that people do for people that they like. I We did an episode on that. It's called My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I think crazy's in parentheses because I don't really believe that any woman is crazy. And I think it's a woman or a woman. I think it's a word we use. We weaponize against women. I don't think that it's crazy. And I think that if a guy did this, it would be like, well, I just like really liked her and I was being protective of her. And people are like, oh, yeah, for sure. Keep going. Keep going. If you're just looking out for her, then then that's absolutely fine. And if a girl does it, it's like she's a crazy bitch. So I don't really think you're crazy. And if I'm looking back on my life and the way I felt about the person I thought I was in love with at 16 or 17, I probably would have done the same thing. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you want to know what will definitely ruin your holiday season, your budget, your day, your life? Subscriptions that you forgot to cancel. They fire me up like nothing else. I hate when I get on and I check my bank account and once again, a subscription that I forgot to cancel came out of my account. I also hate those subscriptions that are like once a year. that You're like, I'm going to remember to cancel that within the year and then you don't. And then you look and it charged you. Nothing is worse than that. I'm guessing most of you agree with me about how annoying that is. And that's why I use Rocket Money. It used to be called Truebill. Now it's Rocket Money. And it's the app that takes care of all of that for you. The app shows you all of your subscriptions in one place and it cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions that you didn't know you were paying for or if you're like double charged for one. To cancel one of your subscriptions, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. And if you don't want to take my word for it, that's fine. Rude, but fine. Listen to their testimonials, one of which says, I give this a yes wholeheartedly. It's an intuitive money app that is hard to come by. Get it. Another member says it is the best app they've ever used. So cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash bad. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash bad. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Next one. Sometimes I just want to do what the girl from Gone Girl did just to see if I can get away with it. I don't think I could. I don't think that I could. I really, I tell myself that I've listened to enough true crime, I've watched Gone Girl enough that I could, I could successfully get away with something huge like that. And I know that I couldn't. I am way too annoying. I am way, way, way too annoying to, to not, or to get away with something like that. Like, if you think about Gone Girl, when she goes to that, like, resort, you know, not resort, she, like, goes and lives in that little community, like, with the pool she sits with, at, by the, sits with sits at with that girl. You guys know what I'm talking about. I'm so annoying. I know that I would tell somebody what I was doing. I'd be like, you'll never guess. I'm on the lam. I just framed my husband for murder and I think that I can get away with it. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) I'm way too annoying and way too trusting. I would just absolutely plan on somebody not spilling the beans. And then with my luck, it would be the girl who literally can't keep a secret And I'd be like, listen, I've got a big secret. My husband did this and this and I'm framing him for murder. And she'd be like, that's crazy because I just told my family in the group message. Next one. I am married to a man and we have two beautiful boys together. This year, it's really sunk in that I just don't think he's my person. I love him, but I think I'm gay. And there's a woman and that there's a woman out there I would be happy, happier with. I dream about a different life where I made different choices. Never too late, my my dude. Never too late. If this is what feels right to you, I'm going to encourage the shit out of you. 
just keep going, keep going. I don't mean to harp on this, but I just, I do think that there's happier lives outside of these kind of structures and systems that we've told ourselves are the happiest way of living. You know, there's, there's a happier life out there and you should be able to be authentic and, and live your life, live your life, girl, live your gay life. This one made me want to die. When I'm alone, I eat my Taco Bell burritos like a go-gurt and then I throw away the tortilla. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. The word go-gurt just, it turned me off immediately, but then I remembered that it was refried beans as go-gurt and I no, no longer wanted to, to exist here on this earth. Okay, next one. I'm a woman over 25 and I've never in my life used a tampon. I've tried many, many times, but I can't figure it out. And every time I try, I get so tense, which makes it impossible. I want nothing more than to be a tampon girly. Well, first things first, you don't need to be a tampon girly. It's fine. More and more people are just free bleeding. Okay. They're just letting it all. They're just letting it all out. Quite literally. I don't really know how people do that because I, I don't even have a problem with like, with people who free, free bleed. I just don't like the, like the sensation of like, I don't know, my underwear being drenched. Like that just doesn't feel good to me. But some people, you you know, use the period undies or pads or whatever. You don't have to use a tampon. But why don't you and the girl with the very, very tight vagina head to the gynecologist together and get a little relaxation techniques to open you up? That was crass, but I stand by it. Next up, my husband and I used to live with my in-laws while our house was being built. After we moved into our new house, we forwarded our mail and sometimes we would get the mail for my in-laws. One day I received a knock on my door and it was a registered letter for my father-in-law. I signed for it, not realizing it was a letter for him. I took a look at the letter and realized that I could see through the envelope quite clearly. So being curious, I read as much as I could and found out that it was a letter from the husband of a woman my father-in-law was having an affair with. The letter stated that the husband was aware of the affair and that he was going to be suing my father-in-law for alienation of affection. I was so stunned by this letter that I immediately called my sister to find out what I should do. After much discussion, we decided that I should pretend like I never saw the letter and never tell a soul. My mother-in-law came over later that night and I gave her the letter. She read who it was from and immediately, immediately took it out to her car. I'm pretty sure she was aware of the situation, but I acted like I had no clue. I did Google the husband and the wife and found out that it was a woman that my father-in-law worked with. My father-in-law retired soon and nothing much else came of it. My in-laws are still together and my husband has no idea. I plan to keep it that way since my husband looks up to his dad and I wouldn't want to ruin that. I've been holding that in for 13 years and it feels good to tell someone. So if you're like me, you're probably wondering what alienation of affection is. So I Googled it and uh, only six states still allow lawsuits for this. And the alienation of affection is a a law that allows a spouse to sue an individual that causes their other spouse to end their marriage. What a weird, weird law. It's not the weirdest law you've ever heard. If you're wondering what the six states are that allow for it, it is Hawaii, Mississippi, or wait, oh, sorry, North Carolina, Hawaii, Mississippi, New Mexico, South Dakota, and Utah. Cool, cool law, guys. Cool, cool, cool. This would be so hard to find something like this out about your in-laws as opposed to your own parents because there's like a certain level of separation between you and your in-laws that like you can't talk like if it's your own dad you would feel much more comfortable going to him and being like hey I got this letter what's going on but with your father-in-law it's like it's so awkward the distance is just you're just a little too far away a little too far away I just feel for all of you guys that are holding in these secrets about like major players in your life that have done like some really shady things and you're like, I don't know what to do. I just can't tell anybody. Oh man, that is why, that is why I keep all of these stories anonymous. I don't even give you guys an option of like giving me your email or your name because I can't handle knowing information about anybody. I don't want to be culpable in anybody's situation. I don't want to know anything. I don't want to know details. I don't know where, want to know where you're from, what you're doing. I don't even want to have the option to know about it. Like sometimes because, because, you know, I, I don't like telling secrets and I just want to, I want to keep people secrets. I will sometimes ask people not to tell me things because I don't want to know about it. I don't want to have the burden of knowing. I don't want you to open up to me about it. <laughs> tell somebody who can, can handle it. Like sometimes I can't handle people's secrets, not because I want to tell them, but because I'm not going to tell them and keeping the secret in is almost worse than not knowing. And this is coming from probably the nosiest person that I know. At least I used to be really nosy. I don't think I'm as nosy anymore. I'm reformed. But 
I, I used to like have to know the details of everybody's inner workings of every relationship. Like if somebody alluded to a story or like anything gossipy, I was like, I need to know. Now I like a little bit of distance. I like a little bit of anonymity. I don't want to know who it was, where it was, but I would like to know what happened. Okay. That is all we have time for today. I hope you guys understand this. This episode is a little bit shorter, but, um, it also took me like three hours to figure out how to tell you guys the first part. And pretty, pretty emotional, emotional ride. And these last six months have come with a lot of, a lot of really confusing, sad, exciting, happy, depressing. And it's been a mixed bag for me these last, these last six months. And I, for one, am very excited to see 2022 uh, come to an end. But I, I hope you guys know that I, I am okay. Um, I know I've reiterated that like a hundred times and I just keep thinking of that line from the office where Ryan is like, oh, this guy's having a breakdown. And that's what I think about myself. But I did. I already broke down. I had many, many a breakdown. And now we're on the up and up and things are looking, things are looking brighter. And for everybody who submitted things like I'm unhappy in my life and I don't know what to do. I'm scared of what that means. I'm scared of this. I'm scared of making this decision. I did this and nobody knows. Obviously, a lot of the submissions that I got were were funny and like somebody admitted that they never listened to the Taylor Swift re-records. They only listened to the original. <laughs> but some of them were really you guys feeling very stuck in your life and feeling like you can't make the right decision. So let me just put it out there that any decision that you make is good. There are no accidents. Your life path is meant for you. That's like the thing I believe in the most above anything else is that the path that I'm on in life is exactly where I should be. And wherever it takes me next is exactly as perfect. And I hope you guys feel that about your own life. And I'm excited for for this new beginning and for you guys to join me on it. Okay, that's all I have for you today. We've got some really fun, you know, you guys know I'm pre-recording all of these episodes. So you'll, you'll have an episode every Monday in December, even with the holiday. I'm going to take some time off, be with my family, probably take some time off of Instagram and DMs and all of that. But I just appreciate all of your guys' support and understanding and just friendship. I feel like I feel like we're friends and I've always felt that way and I I feel more grateful for it now than ever before. So remember to subscribe and rate and review. Just tap five stars. Super, super helpful for the podcast. Uh, be safe, be kind, be hot. I love you so, so much. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can catch a new episode of The Bad Broadcast every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, I want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast for all the behind-the-scenes action and more information. Talk to you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.